I admit that late at night, when it's time to go to sleep and I feel like doing anything but, I'll go to YouTube and I'll look for something that will lull me into slumber. And it doesn't matter if it's near-death experiences or interactions with aliens or David Icke and his shape-shifting lizards and on and on it goes. And then, while I am just uh, uh, looking around online for something that will be nice and relaxing, and I find Joseph Anthony. And I got to tell you, I am really mad because I have lost so much sleep over this man. <laughs> I never fall asleep to his podcasts. And what I love about uh, about Joseph, of course, is that we're on the same wavelength politically. But more importantly, he has the goods to back it up astrologically. So I asked John to see if he could get him on and wonder, oh, wonder, we did. And Joseph, welcome to WGN Radio. Well, hi. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for all you do. And, of course, right now at planetswithin.com, there is a terrific podcast right on the homepage that is wonderful to uh, to watch. And i got to say, you're probably well aware of this, but most astrologers are not on the same page. You see a lot of people who are just so to the left, they've fallen over, and they're trying to justify it with the stars and I can't leave fast enough. So when I came across you, I said, oh, my God, this is just terrific. So thank you for what you're doing. Well, thank you. And, and you are correct about that. I did belong to uh, some organizations years ago, and I noticed that many of the people there were a lot older than I was. And, you know, they come from that uh, generation, the 60s generation, where it was the uh, love, drugs, and rock and roll. And I think they're still stuck there, many of them. But they're fantastic astrologers. But, you know, astrology is just a, a way of understanding cycles, and you have to look at the bigger picture. You can't, you can't interject your own personal view into it. So I try and uh, basically, you know, step back and look at it from an overview, of a, of a larger overview. And uh, what I did on the video there, I, I literally said, and I saw the patterns that uh, Trump is very much favored to win this, but it, was, it wasn't going to be easy. So, um, but thank you for um, for mentioning that video on my website. Oh, it, it's like I say, it's just terrific because so many people who have some astrological knowledge or some psychic proclivities are just so blindsided by their own bias on this that they will make every assumption for why it's not going to play out the way it sometimes does. And of course, as you're well aware, 2016 was very interesting to see so many astrologers and so many psychics who say, oh, no, no, Trump can't possibly, never going to happen. And uh, I think the hardest part for anybody, if they have any psychic proclivities, is to get their own opinion out of the way and allow whatever is out there to come through. I would assume that's the hardest part of what any psychic does. This is true, and I am also very much a, uh, a psychic. Uh, I, call, I consider myself a psychic astrologer. I've always been very psychic. I always had premonitions happening before they actually took place, and I remember as a kid this would happen all the time. So I used that ability coupled with understanding psych, uh, the uh, astrology and it makes for a really good tuning into what's going on. And I've also studied a lot about uh, the Mayan calendar and some of these other ancient cultures, and ties in even more. And I, I've been talking a lot about that uh, in, in, uh, in front of audiences and in other podcasts and so on. But this is a time where I saw, in, two, in 2009, I was getting all kinds of hits 
about what was going to begin to happen to society. And I started seeing, um, you know, uh, protests, riots, uh, people losing their marbles, like we're seeing today. And um, I wasn't sure what, what I was uh, really seeing, but then over the years, it started becoming clearer and clearer of what is actually taking place. And what the ancient cultures were talking about was a time of great awakening. Not the end of the world, but the end of the world as we know it. And we're seeing that right before our eyes right now. And the politics is just, you know, playing its part. Uh, but there's, there are larger uh, things at play here. Um, this is a time of great awakening. In other words, we're not just awakening to the political system, which is totally corrupt. We all know that. But we're also looking at the financial system. We're looking at the power structures behind the scenes. We're looking at our own consciousness and realizing who we really are, you know, in this matrix. So it's, it, we're awakening across all levels right now. And I'm, I'm just working on the 2021 astrology, and I'll have a video off for that as well. But I think I'm going to call 2021 the year of breaking out, because that's what it's going to feel like. And this is just the tip of the iceberg, you yeah. know, with the politics. And not, not a moment too soon, because I've always thought that the coming of digital was probably the biggest societal change since the advent of the wheel. And we've been in this process probably since the Industrial Revolution. And where we are now, we're in an interesting time where... We don't need the amount of workers we needed previously. We have more people available to work than there is work for them to do. The entire system that we've known has been upended, and something needs to replace it. I don't think there's any uh -huh. doubt of that. And, of course, you've got a lot of politicians who are ready to jump on that for their own agendas and uh, uh, social, uh -huh. socialism and communism. But I, I don't think that uh -huh. either of those systems are any more viable than anything else we've had in the past. Something New is coming, and what do you think it is? Well, you're absolutely right. Uh, technology is one factor. The other uh, factor is uh, space, space travel, space technology, all of this stuff. I mean, Mr. already announced the Space Force. I mean, I'm sure you're aware of that, and your sure. listeners are aware of that. He's sure. made announcements about a space force. They're preparing us for something, you know, having to do with space. So it's space and technology that are going to sort of uh, lead the way. Like you said, the industrial age, and then we had the farming age before then, but now we're going into a place where we need to understand things on a deeper level, because time and space is really happening with inside all of us. So it's not something out there, you know, traveling to the stars and, and, and meeting new uh, family members and, and beings that don't look like us, because uh, if you've studied our real history, and if David Icke is correct about our, uh, our ancient history, we basically are some sort of experiment on this planet from many different races, which would explain, if it's true, I mean, the evidence is overwhelming, because I have studied that topic uh, very uh, intently, uh, you know. Uh, so, but uh, there is that factor that technology and space is not going away. And that uh, it's it's festering in our in our psyche right now as a collective uh, on this planet. So we can't go and do the same things we used to do. Every generation is different, but this is um this is a you know this is a hundred year cycle where everything begins to change, and we're seeing technology as a double edged sword. I, that's the way I view technology, you know, because we all have these smartphones and we have computers now. 
uh, on the one hand, if we continue to embrace the technology, we're going to lose our humanity and our feelings and emotions and all that. And on the plus side, it's great to exchange information at a faster rate. You know, if a news story breaks right now somewhere in the world, chances are it can go viral and reach millions of people within, within hours. You know, something you couldn't do before. Oh, absolutely. So. And I think where we are now, we've, we've got the know-how technologically. I'm not 100% sure we've got the wisdom that approaches that. So, and we'll talk about cycles and much more. If you want to join us, by all means, 888-876-5593, 8888-R-O-L-L-Y-E on WGN Radio. WGN Radio. I'm Riley James. Those are the Elgin's Darling Baby, 1965 on VIP, Motown subsidiary. You got to number four, R&B, 72 Pop. It was their first chart record 54 years ago. However, their follow-up single, Heaven Must Have Sent You, peaked on the Hot 100 chart today at number 50, their biggest pop hit. So, had to play me some Elgins there. So we're talking with Joseph P. Anthony, and I mentioned planetswithin.com, but also josephpanthony.com, as well as if you go to YouTube, Joseph P. Anthony channel, and there are a ton of videos, uh, astrology over the years to the present, as well as even the Italian Flintstone. So it's uh, it's all there for the for the taken, and uh, a great job it is. And uh, so, Joe, uh, you know, one of the things that 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 I really glommed onto and agreed with wholeheartedly is that all the astrological indications show that there is outrage, and it's not going to matter what prevails in this election. We're in for a rocky ride. So what's going on? Well, according to the astrology, Mars has been playing a major role in that. Uh, Mars has been in Aries now for quite a while, uh, about five months or so, and then it went retrograde, which means going back, slowing down. Now, when Mars is in Aries, it, there's a restlessness there. We're always looking for conflict. We're looking for battle. And this planet has been interacting with uh, Pluto, which is another powerful planet symbolically, and uh, this has been causing a lot of irritation. And so uh, everything has been in, uh, all the outer planets have been in Capricorn, which represents governments and institutions and big business and structures. And with Mars there, uh, the last few months has just been an irritant. And now Mars is wake, has woken up and now is moving forward again and will once again do battle with Pluto. Uh, and that's going to be in December. So this month uh, is really going to be very interesting, the second half of December, because of Mars uh, squaring Pluto. Now, we also have some very heavy alignments that are going to take place this month astrologically, um, and, and, and there's a lot of uh, energy building up where uh, Jupiter and uh, Saturn are both going to switch signs and go into Aquarius, and that's very explosive energy. We also have the uh, planet Uranus in Taurus, which is dormant right now. It's in retrograde, but we'll wake up in, in January. I mean... There are just several indicators here that just are suggesting by the end of this month, we're at each other's throats or where, you know, something explosive has happened or there's uh, chaos in the streets or there's some sort of frustration that we need to get out. And I think politics is just acting as that uh, trigger point. You see? Yeah. Um, that's, 
that's what I'm seeing. Unfortunately, I wish there was greater news, but there is a little bit of great news, but uh, we'll get into that, I'm sure, in a little bit. Yeah, I want to I want to talk about Pluto a moment because of course uh, unlike Mars that's uh, that zips around the zodiac uh, fairly quickly every couple of years, Pluto takes a couple hundred years and uh, it wasn't lost on you that Pluto was a player in our revolution in the 1700s. So are we back to square one? Is this what we're seeing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Pluto represents death and rebirth. It represents a slow transformation sort of like a, a caterpillar becoming a butterfly. You know, it just takes a little time, and then it becomes something completely different. And we see that same pattern back in uh, when the country was formed. I believe it was 1762 when it first entered Pluto, entered Capricorn. And then over the, the next 15 to 20 years, you know, we had the Revolutionary uh, War uh, from England, and uh, here we are, uh, the United States of, uh, of America. But we're seeing the same exact thing, except this time we're focusing that energy on corporations and the power structures from behind the scenes. Back then, it was very similar. You know, you see you had the King of England and you had the bankers that were, uh, didn't want the colonists to break away. And, but now we're seeing it on a larger scale because we're also seeing uh, Saturn involved. Saturn is associated with, uh, with Capricorn. Uh, we're seeing uh, the Aquarian energy, which is very important because this is about humanity and the people. And so we're, we are slowly right now seeing a rebelliousness, you know, this, this rebellion against the uh, coronavirus. And so uh, around the country, I mean, around the world, people are, are fighting back going, listen, this is all BS and, and we want our, our freedom back. And uh, Uranus or Aquarius, one and the same, uh, represents that that longing for freedom. And so we're going to see more of that, you know, pushing back against the virus. Uh, that's another, another mm-hmm. part of it. It's very interesting because, of course, our, our forefathers did not want the centralized government that the monarchs represented. And you would think today that people would still be just repulsed by the idea of a centralized government. But there are many factions increasingly wanting a stronger federal government, not wanting an electoral college, wanting control to be universal. And it seems like we are we are destined to play out the same game, except there are a number of people people who are hell-bent on going back to a system that our forefathers wanted to get away from. Absolutely. And, and remember, that one of the main reasons why they created this country is because they wanted the freedom from the taxation that the King of England was, uh, was imposing on sure. uh, its citizens. Sure. And so the king, from what I, I, I read and I, I, you know, I gathered, was trying to get the colonists to uh, borrow money from him in other words, a federal uh, right. reserve system, you know, mm-hmm. let me print the money for you mm-hmm. and uh, at interest. And, and, and this is something we, we're pushing away with right now because we, those of us that are awake, <laughs> yeah. know how the system really works, how money is created. <clears throat> and so, but the astrology is indicating that that system is going bye-bye and digital currency or some other form of currency will be replacing that old system. It's just a matter of who's controlling it. I mean, I've got my eyes wide open on if it's the same people, which I don't think so. Uh, then we don't have another. We don't have an honest system, even if it's going to be uh, digital. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, we're just rearranging the deck chairs at that point. We're talking to Joseph Anthony and josephpanthony.com, planetswithin.com, or go to YouTube, look at the Joseph P. Anthony channel. And if you've got any specific questions, 888-876-5593 is 8888 Raleigh on WGN Radio. But I got to be free. WGN Radio. I want to be I'm Raleigh James, that's Joe Tex, I Want to Be Free, 1963 on Dial, Buddy Killen's Nashville label, and that was a year before he had his huge hit, Hold On to What You Got, number one for two weeks on the R&B charts. But 53 years ago this week, Joe Tex and Gladys Knight were in concert at the Seville Theater in London. Yeah, heady times, but probably as appropriate today, I think we all want to be free. We just have a different definition of what that might be. We're talking with Joseph Anthony, josephpanthony.com and planetswithin.com, as well as a great site on YouTube with all sorts of terrific videos. And so we have, as you know, the Electoral College meeting on December 14th, but astrologically, it's also an eclipse. What does this portend, Joe? Well, this is a, a solar eclipse in the sign of Sagittarius. Now, Sagittarius represents a philosophy, um, uh, politics, uh, meaning of life. It has a broader view of, um, of life in general. In other words, uh, the meaning of God or, or thinking in terms of philosophy on a larger scale. So uh, with this eclipse, it's, almost, it's like a reset. It's a doorway. A solar eclipse is a doorway of opportunity that's opening up. And with this eclipse um, in the United States, uh, when I look at the chart for the United States, we have a Sagittarius rising. So this is suggesting that in the next six months to a year that the United States is, uh, is going to undergo a, an identity issue or change in identity in some way, and politically some sort of change is going to come to the country. So obviously... The politics plays into that. On a personal level, this is a, a, a sort of an awakening to see um, things on a larger scale to what's really important. Now, I'm a big advocate of understanding who we really all are, you know, and people, I think, forget that, that we're, we're basically some sort of spiritual energy in these physical suits having a human experience. And so this is what uh, science tells us. This is what the ancient cultures tells us. And we're coming to that understanding or realization, especially with the technology age that's coming forth. And so uh, we, this is a, uh, an opportunity to sort of look at things from a different perspective. And this is another reason why things are going to crumble and fall apart, because everything that we've built our belief systems on is crumbling, whether we're talking uh, monetary systems, politics, religion, all of that stuff is going to crumble in the next few years. Uh, and, and it's being replaced by uh, sort of a higher understanding or purpose, uh, you know, to help your fellow man, to, to, to be a good person. All of that stuff is coming into play. But first, we have two years of transformation to, t- to take hold, and it all really starts on the 14th. Now, politically speaking, I said in my video that I see this being much more favorable for Trump because it's right on his moon, and so when you have an eclipse that lands right on your personal, uh, in your personal chart on your moon, this is you reinventing yourself in some way. It could be uh, something to do with a move or feeling happy and joyful or feeling, in this case, very lucky or fortunate. And since we're talking about Sagittarius and President Trump has, was born with a Sagittarius moon, he's a Gemini with a Sagittarius moon, so I think this is going to be in his favor. 
So when the uh, the electoral college meets, I think they're going to just uh, basically give him the votes, and you know, and they'll stay president just as I predicted. Now that's fascinating because at this point, all fifty states have certified for uh, for Biden. So to have what would be known as faithless electors is almost unheard of, if not unheard of, under these conditions. So you really think it's going to break out then that it won't be, say, a Supreme Court challenge or something like that? That it'll be an elector reversal? I think so because um, I've always uh, suspected that this is going to go to the Supreme Court. Uh, I think what the Trump uh, administration has been trying to do in the lawyers is just to tie it up in court long enough to uh, send it to the Supreme Court. And then if they can't make a decision, then uh, it's going to have to go back to the states. And uh, if we look at all the states there, we have, uh, what, 31 states that are controlled. Mm-hmm. The House and Senates are controlled by the Republican. And then e- each state has one vote. Right. So. I think we have some sort of scenario playing out in that in that way. I mean, the Supreme Court will be involved. But that would be okay. that would be fascinating if it if it's faithless electors. That goes back to what we're saying about the outrage and the demonstrations and protests of that nature, because that would that would absolutely be uh, be a tipping point. And uh, with that in mind, of course, the inauguration is allegedly like January twentieth, twenty first. And if nothing is decided, then for a while we'd get Nancy Pelosi. Uh, so you mm-hmm. s- you see this in terms of a foregone conclusion one way or another before that point? Yes. I think uh, it'll be announced uh, either on the 14th or close to the 14th or just a little after the 14th of December. Uh, Right now, I'm following it very closely um, uh, with some of the people that that are supposedly insiders. You know, you never know. It's it's the Internet. But um, I'm, I'm basing it on astrology. I'm basing it on my own intuition, my own common sense, and some of these people that I'm following. And uh, the swing states that are involved right now are all, they all seem to be inching closer towards uh, Trump and, and their lawyers. I mean, uh, just today, for instance, Arizona, one of the judges in Arizona has uh, gone forth with, um, you know, allowing the lawyers to look further into the ballots here, because we know there's no way that Biden won this state. <laughs> I mean, there's no, I mean, realistically, when we look at all of this, the, it's, the corruption is overwhelming, um, you know. But, uh, and even in Georgia, there seems to be a lot of friction there, and that seems to be leaning a little bit towards Trump right now. But I think it's going to be Pennsylvania that leads the way. Once Pennsylvania, uh, you know, uh, sends their elect, uh, those 20 electoral uh, votes to Trump, I think then you have Michi- uh, Wisconsin right behind them, uh, and then you have uh, sort of this domino effect occurring. Oh, that... and, and so that's what I'm seeing, and I, I could be wrong, but I, I'm seeing it play out that way. There was no scenario that I saw Biden becoming president. Well, it's it's not plausible for for a lot of reasons. For one thing, is looking over the year, you look at the amount of people who didn't show up to his rallies. Uh, sadly, you, you look at all the sound bites that are online, and I'm not talking about people who edited it to make him look worse than he is. But the reality is that there is uh, there is a mental deficiency, and to to say that here is an individual who who could have won to me it just defies 
logic as far as that goes. And that's not even getting into Dominion and the voting systems mm-hmm. and all of the other anomalies that we saw that defy uh, basic arithmetic, let alone much of anything. But I, I was surprised, you know, you're sitting in Sedona when Governor Ducey went ahead and, and you know, said, yeah, we're certifying this. It uh, uh, yeah. I expected there would have been more of not so much uh, necessarily throwing it to Trump, but at least let's look into what happened here. And it seems so far that in all the swing states, the governor's Kemp was a surprise in Georgia, like you say, it seemed to be in lockstep of, oh, no, nothing, nothing to see here, uh, which defies logic to me. Well, uh, basically, what we have to understand is this is really not about Trump and, and Biden. We're, ta- we're looking at the deep state players on the one side who have mm-hmm. backed uh, Biden and this new regime, uh, including the military and the intelligence and the alphabet agencies and everybody else. Uh, you've got these two different factions vying for control. And, and I've scratched my head many times when I heard that Biden was the uh, nominee. And I was like, how the hell are they putting this guy up? But then I realized that he's been bought and paid for by the deep state and that he is their best chance of getting in there. And, yes, they're going to rig the elections, uh, you know, every which way they can, and, and, and they have. And so this is really a battle for control behind the scenes, and the deep state is literally arm-twisting, threatening uh, people like Ducey and some of these other governors and, and people in high places. We know that politics is a dirty business. And people don't realize how dirty it really is. So uh, that's what I think is is happening right now. Right, and how far back? I mean, LBJ in '49, of course, in Texas was just uh, just stunning. And uh, while some of it has been more uh, subtle since that point, uh, it it is dirty business on on every level. I don't I don't doubt that for a moment. But as you were saying, in terms of on your videos and such, either way, the out outrage and and public cry from this is going to be unprecedented. Now, do you think that the pandemic from that standpoint might mute some of the reactions? Because it, it seems that people almost like the weapon of mass distraction are uh, are all tied up in that discussion. Yes, but now I'm noticing a pattern uh, in, in some of the major cities. Like, for instance, today I was watching uh, some people in New York, some of the small business owners, basically just saying, uh, you know, to the governor, screw you, we're going to open up our business. And, you know, so there's a rebelliousness that's happening here. And I think the, the virus was meant to do several things. Number one, it was to uh, create much more fear. Uh, if you understand how yeah. these people have controlled people, it's been through fear, sure. primarily. Sure. And so um, that's the one factor. This, the second one is um, that they want to use this to uh, basically create a martial law situation in the country. No matter what happens, I think uh, Mr. Trump will have to enact some sort of martial law in some of these major cities that have already shown their true colors. You know, the ones on the West Coast yeah. and, and, and even in Chicago there, you know, you've had you've had some outbreaks. So the major cities are the ones that I've been saying for years are the ones to watch where you're going to have a lot of this chaos. And so no matter what, there's no easy way around this. Uh, if they continue to certify uh, the vote for Biden and uh, and they try and remove Trump, which he's heavily protected, by the way, um, you know, the military people are not going to allow that to happen. And so we may actually see some skirmishes involving military, uh, you know, but there's no easy scenario here. 
it's going to be, it's not going to be pretty. And I would say at least for a couple of months. And I just hope it's a little bit more peaceful uh, in some of these, uh, you know, smaller communities. But the major cities, I do not see that being uh, possible. And that impacts the supply lines. And you're already hearing about people talking about shortages of toilet paper and paper Mm -hmm. towels again. It seems like this is a good time, not necessarily to hoard, but just make sure that that you could hunker down for a month or two with supplies. Because uh, what you're saying is no matter what direction that this goes, it will affect supply lines. Absolutely. Now, um, I don't know if you know who Catherine Austin Fitz is. Very well. uh, Had her on the air a few weeks ago. (laughs) Fantastic. And I love listening to her because she's such a, she's got such great insight. And she was basically saying a couple of weeks ago that what we're witnessing here is a, you know, a a financial coup d'etat in a sense that they've stripped the United States of all its wealth and money. And now all that's left is the debt and the destruction. And this is what they, they want. Uh, is to cause the United States to fall apart. Uh, again, controlling people through fear, this time with anger, and so on and so forth. And so uh, many of us out here, though, are really paying attention and are not falling into that trap. Um, and uh, so, I, you know, supposedly 80 to 100 million people voted for Trump, and I think many of them are very well informed. Uh, they know what's going on. They understand the bigger picture. It's not just a, uh, a, pol- a political season. They, they, they're starting to see the bigger picture because whatever Trump and his team is doing, they're slowly dropping information to give you the bigger picture. In other words, they're revealing everything that's going on and allowing it to happen so that the public understands what's taking place. You see? Yes. So, again, part of that great awakening that I was talking about. Right. So, Trump is, uh, he was chosen to be in this position, and he took it. <laughs> you know, talk about uh, being in a stressful job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Planetswithin.com is one of the websites, josephpanthony.com, or go to YouTube, search for Joseph P. Anthony, you'll see the whole channel and more. Uh, it will be uh, an absolutely an awakening for you but also if you're just into mundane astrology like i see leah and marcus hook is calling and i said we'd take your calls and we will and she said well how about some aquarian predictions well sure why not 888-876-5593 is 8888 raleigh on wgn radio wgn radio i'm raleigh james i'm going to forego the final bumper for this hour because we don't have too many minutes left and i don't want to waste a one of them talking with joseph p anthony joseph p anthony.com planets within and i should ask Joe, any other sites or anything you would like to plug? Well, uh, just, uh, you know, at this point, I, I, I only have the two and the uh, YouTube channel, but I would uh, just suggest to people that they stay informed through some of the other various uh, channels right now because it's so important to understand what's actually happening, yes. uh, like the X-22 report. Um, probably have to find them on Bit uh, on BitChute. Uh, there's, there's a various... You know, if someone wants to, to know, just have them email me or contact me. I have a whole list of places that I get my information from. But uh, just primarily those two websites, plantswithin.com and uh, josephpanthony.com. Perfect. All right. I, you know I'm going to ask you about the vaccine, but I promise that we take calls and Leah will be our caller. So Leah in Marcus Hook, welcome to WGN Radio. Well, thank you, Raleigh and Mr. Anthony. I feel honored. Um, I just wanted to know, Mr. Anthony, I heard you talking about Aquarius, and 
my boyfriend and I are both Aquarians. Um, I'm the 24th of January, and he's the 26th. What do you see coming up for Aquarians in January? Well, it's interesting because uh, not only will you have Jupiter and Saturn in Aquarius, so many of you guys are either going to move or thinking about moving or traveling, one of the two. Um, there's a lot of that on the table. Um, there's a lot of changes for Aquarius. The entire year of 2021 is about breaking free from restrictions. So does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yes, right. it does. Good deal. I like that All breaking right. free part. Thanks, Leah. Great. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Now, of course, uh, vaccination, big time in the news and a double-edged sword, to say the least. In terms of that, do you see it being mandated that Americans get this vaccine? Well, they're going to try. You know, they're going to try their best. They're not going down without a fight. But because of the rebellious nature of the Aquarius year, Okay, and I say that because of the Jupiter and Saturn both being in Aquarius and Uranus being very active this year, the first six months. I think that, you know, the 80 to 100 million people that voted for Trump are not going to go take any vaccines because they see what's actually happening. And so we're going to have this battle uh, once again between those that are fear minded or fear based um, and uh, those that are awake that are going to say, hey, this, this whole vaccine nonsense is, is BS. And I think, uh, you know, I'm obviously going to be one of the voices for the, for the mm. not taking a vaccine. But uh, I think as humanity continues to wake up, they'll, they'll realize that uh, this, is, this has been uh, a virus that's being used for political means and also for economic reasons. In other words, to reset the economy and to help destroy this country and control humanity. So this is all coming out. All this information is going to come out if we get big tech under control. <laughs> well, That's the big one right there. <laughs> well, yes, yes. And, you know, as you have probably have seen, Facebook has uh, proudly announced that they'll be taking down any posts that disagree with a stance mm-hmm. on vaccination. And, you know, it's the first time maybe they've, they've come out so boldly to state it. But, of course, uh, they're controlling the message and will continue to do so. And we could do a whole show on what uh, COVID-19 might really be. And, of course, the fastest measurement of time is the, between the announcement that there's a virus and politics jumping on it for their own agendas we're seeing that but astrologically when will we see the other side of this you know these two-week lockdowns are turning into probably two-year lockdowns but when can we all come out again well that's gonna again that's gonna be tricky because this year the first six months is is rebelliousness it is Mm -hmm. outrage it is frustration and i think we're going to see that happen in the local stores and supermarkets more and more and so uh, trying to lock down humanity uh, at this stage of the game with all this astrology going on is going to be very difficult. And, um, you know, people are just not going to pay attention to it. I mean, uh, here in Sedona, many of us, I see a lot of people not wearing masks, including myself, when I have to go to a store. Uh, but then you have the other side and, uh, where people are insisting that you wear a mask. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's just disgusting to see because I, from the moment they started this, I could see the paralyzing fear in people's eyes, in certain people's eyes, yeah. especially the older folks, that they were told they were going to die. They were going to die. And that's just wrong. <laughs> oh, oh, of course it is. Well, I can tell that in 2021, with your permission, we're going to be speaking again. And I thank you for joining us for an hour. 
Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, I'll keep uh, I'll keep watching, and also I'll mention that uh, Joe also does some great podcasts with Megan about uh, psychic uh, insights and more. So I'll be checking it out. And thanks again, Joe. Thank you. All right, so there you there you have it. You can uh, you can take that for uh, for what you want. But as I say, when I found that on YouTube, I almost fell over that I found a psychic and astrologer who was uh, up to date on the new world order. So uh, next hour, it's pretty much a free for all. Whatever you want will be fine right here on WGN Radio.